What's going on, everybody? I want to welcome everybody back to the Opinionated Brother podcast. Oh my God, episode 18. I'm so thankful we are back. Yes, yes, another week. Another week. Lord have mercy. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, what shade can we throw today? What shade can we throw today? No, I'm just joking. But um, I'm glad to be back for another week. Um, I'm excited to um, get into the topics that we're going to talk about for the first half. And then the second half, um, kind of want to be a little, uh, get a little personal a little bit in the second half. Um, so for the opinionated topic of the week, um, that's going to be discussed in the second half. It's more so going to be Devontae's Real Talk. So basically just, you know, this new criteria that I'm working on. Um, you know, some weeks we're going to have Devontae's Real Talk, but most of the time it's going to be a topic of the week. You know what I'm saying? But just in some shows, we're going to have Devontae's Real Talk where I just give you just, you know, just the element of my life and just, I just want to know your thoughts on it, you know? If that has happened to you, or just put yourself in that sh- in, in in my shoes or in that position, and um, you know, just go off what you would think that you would do in that situation. So we're gonna get a little personal um, in the first half, but it, I mean in the second half. I'm sorry, but in the first half, oh, I got I, I got so much uh, for y'all. Like it, it's about to go down. So we're gonna recap um, the topic from last week, and then we're gonna talk about Monique and her boycotting. Netflix. <laughs> My God. I've been seeing the memes. I've been seeing the memes on Twitter. It's been hilarious. I'm trying to tell you they've been hilarious. It's hilarious as hell. I am. Y'all got to chill. Like, black Twitter gets got to Twitter in general gets got to chill. Like, y'all have to stop. Um, I want to. And then after that, I kind of want to go into the H&M incident because I wanted to talk about that last week. Um, but I actually forgot to put it down in my notes, but, um, I actually want to go into that, you know, after I get into the Monique situation, because I kind of want to, I, I, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off for how I'm about to, you know, react to, um, the H&M incident and probably how I'm about to react to the Monique incident. Um, I want to, um, talk about LeBron thanking himself (laughs) on Instagram. Um, if you didn't know, he just... You know, hit 30k, the youngest, the youngest player uh, to hit 30,000 points. Um, so congrats to him. But I do want to talk about him, uh, thanking himself. And then I want to um, talk about Larry Nassar and the hashtag that I want to put out there is no means motherfucking no, not the motherfucking, but just no means no. Seriously, like I want to get into that too because it, it, it this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like, why? For what reason? For what? If these girls and l- listen, I, I, I'll get into it when I do. You know, on the next topic. And then my MVP of the week. Um, she probably gonna kill me <laughs> because she don't even know. But my MVP of the week is Miss uh, Brianna Edwards, aka Brie Capri. She is the founder and I'm gonna call her CEO of her brand, Breathe love and glow i probably messed that up but i hope i got that right it's breathe love glow and um i've just been uh she's my my pledge brother ak side alpha Kappa side business attorney and um personal friend just not just a brother friend uh sister i look at her as a big sister and she's just she's just killing the game right now 
And she's my MVP of the week because she's just been doing her thug fizzle, you know, through everything. So let's get into the let's get into it. Let's get into the first half. So let's recap last week's topic. So I asked everybody to vote on my Facebook page. And um, let's actually go to my Facebook page because I actually put it on my Instagram as well. So if you got on my Instagram, my Insta Snap. Um, so I asked the question, are we, um, you know, being warped or um, is the culture being warped into or are we falling prey to cuffing season? And the general consensus from everybody was a yes. You know, from my Facebook feed, I think I got like six or seven, I think I got like 10 to 15 votes. So I appreciate everybody for voting. And um, I got about, you know, most of the people said yes. You know, most of the people say yes that we are falling prey to cuffing Now, I will read um, a couple comments um, from Shania Quinn. Um, she said, we, we certainly are, and I hope that people will be able to wake up eventually. The fact that someone only wants to commit to you for a convenience uh, of it of it all is straight up disrespectful. They're basically letting you know that you you are you're not good enough for the long run. You're just enough for uh, you're just good enough for that moment. And um, I, I I I I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I think that nobody is temporary, you know. But we have to understand too that the culture around us perceives perceives us the the, the perception is temporary and we and we're not temporary people and we're not temporary individuals uh people and uh, we need to start respecting ourselves like that because you have to understand respect you can't ask for respect if you don't respect yourself you know like people are going to disrespect you if you don't respect yourself they're going to look at you and be like oh no i'm not going to put you talking about putting some respect in your name you don't even respect yourself if you respect yourself you hold yourself to a certain ethical code and standards you will you will find that people will just automatically respect you just off of that. Okay, so I appreciate everybody for voting. Um, just thank you for making... Oh, I actually want to thank... Side note, I want to get into this. I want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode of the new year. Y'all gave me 242 listens. I am beyond grateful and thankful. Oh my God, I was flabbergasted. Thank you so much. I love y'all. Thank y'all. Let's make the opinion of the brother boom. Let's make this popping. I appreciate y'all. Man, that's love. That's love. I got, listen, I'm about to have some stuff for y'all in the future. Let me get my stuff together. Okay, because the summer about to be popping. So just, just bear with me. All right? Bear with me for a couple months, and I'm going to get something for my fans and for my viewers, man. Um, So let's get into the Monique boycotting. So over the past recent weeks, if people have not heard that Monique is trying to boycott Netflix. She's trying to boycott Netflix. And it's really because she went to Netflix. And, you know, she, she had a comedy special. And they offered her $500,000. Whereas Amy Schumer, I believe, got offered $13 million um, to do her special. And as I was listening to, you know, her over the week and everything on the shade room, um posted videos of her saying, like, uh, interviews and everything, you know, she was saying that she was the most, humbly speaking, I'm sorry, quote-unquote, she said this, not lying, look up the interview, humbly speaking, she's the most decorated comedian of all time. Now, don't get me wrong, 
I love me some Monique, right? Love me some Parkers, right? Love me some Queens of Comedy, okay? And Monique is funny as shit, don't get me wrong. Love me some Precious. Love me some Monique. But hun, we ain't about to boycott Netflix. Baby. Um, dear white people, the season two, I'm still waiting, is coming this season. I'm not about to boycott Netflix. Everybody who got Netflix is not about to boycott Netflix, okay? First of all, did y'all see the memes? First of all, y'all got to stop with the memes because y'all are killing me. Y'all were killing me. I was dead as hell. I'm sitting there like, bruh. My, she was like, my babies, my brothers and sisters. Help me to boycott McDonald's. It was like a McDonald's one. Help me to boycott McDonald's. See, I got a 20-piece nugget. And they only gave me two sauces. Now, in a 10-piece, I saw somebody else get a 10-piece and they got four sauces. Help me to Listen, y'all have to chill with these memes because it, just, it is ridiculous. <laughs> but on a, ser on a serious note, seriously. Um, Mo, we ain't nobody about to boycott. Netflix, huh? And and I saw the uh, I saw the video that Shape Room posted, I guess, on your um, your podcast or your live feed, talking about Oprah being president and everything. Now I do agree with you on that. Um, Oprah um, for president is probably not the wisest move of all, and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for saying that, but that's okay. Um, you know, I love Oprah too, but um, gosh, she ain't. I'm not saying that she hasn't done anything for us, but um. I'm just saying we need a great politician who knows to trail both worlds like Obama did in a better way, right? And um, I don't know if I think Oprah just needs, I think she just wants, wants, not even needs to, but just wants to just stay in her lane, right? Everybody's like Oprah for 2020. I'm like Michelle for 2020. Hopefully that can go down. But back to you, Mo. Um, hun, go somewhere else. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? If you're pitching these ideas, go somewhere else. Like, Netflix is not, it may be the hottest ticket on the market right now to get your stuff out, but that's not the only ticket on the market, right? You can look at the top 10 networks, you know what I'm saying? Who's, who or top 10 available networks or platforms that are putting out movies and TVs and, you know, who's watching more of what. And I know Netflix is probably like number one or number two. I get it. There is a lot of gender role and gender biases. I get it. I understand where you're coming from. Like I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm not, I'm not sitting here doing that. But what I am sitting here saying is stop reaching. Okay? I, I need people to stop reaching so damn much. And, then, and, and this is where I go into the H&M the um, uh, conversation. Because when the H&M H&M thing came out, I said, okay, oh, Lord. I, I listen when as soon as I saw it when somebody posted it on my Facebook feed and I saw it and it was excuse me H&M I sat there and I was like oh lord this is about to be bad now I shop at H&M and I know a lot of people who do shop at H&M right excuse me excuse me hold on one second sorry about that but um I know a lot of people who smart uh who uh shop at H&M. So I know a lot of a lot of black people, right? Because H&M's uh, clothes are very affordable. I don't know I was going to say cheap, but not cheap, but affordable and they're great material. And it's great style. And um, when I saw it, I sat there and I was like, oh shit, it's about, it, it, they're about to hit the fan. 
it's, it's about to get it. Like, they're not, they're about to go down somewhere of a terrible, terrible path, and it is not about to be good. So when I saw the picture, I knew that it was about to get a lot of backlash. Now, I will say this, H&M, <coughs> and to all retail stores across um, America, and across the world, period, and this is just not to the retail stores, but to any business that wants to incorporate diversity or intercultural um, in, in, or, or diversify your market. You need minorities in those seats who makes those decisions, right? Because if there was a black man or woman, especially, I said especially, I know I did. I'm going to say it again, especially a black woman, okay? Because when I tell you a black woman wouldn't have dealt with that, she would have raised hell in that goddamn meeting room. Do you hear me? She would have raised hell. However, however, what I will say is that black people, we have to stop reaching for every little situation. Okay, do you, listen, do you know how long we have been a target in America? For about almost 400 years, it'll be the anniversary of the first slave stepping foot on this land, okay, in about a year, in a year. So we have been beaten, we have been crucified, we have been um, talked down upon, we have... We have had so many obstacles in our way. Why do you think we are so successful as, as a community? For real, for real. Like, yes, we have our ups and downs, but what minority group doesn't, right? And we are a successful community. This right here, this right here, this is ignorance. This was ignorance. This was, they didn't know. And I'm going to say it as that. And I know a lot of people going to be like, well, Ty, they knew. No, they're a fucking Swedish company that probably don't even got one black person back there in those meeting rooms. They probably got them back there working. Some Swedish black woman or male don't know nothing about the history. And they going just working. They're a Swedish company. They didn't know. They don't know. They don't know any better. And this is what we have to think. Some people just don't know no better. Now, can we say that with American culture? Eh, we can't say that really in American culture. But when it comes to people that are out of the country who, who make this stuff, you know, who make this stuff, like, you got to think. They don't have any, if we don't, if they don't have black people, successful black people, fashion designers <clears throat> or um, successful fashion fashionistas who are of the minority race of, of black or brown skin in those meeting rooms. Do you think that shit would have popped out? No, it wouldn't have. But they don't. And that's the problem. That's the bigger problem. We're, we're looking at the boycott. And when people were like boycott H&M on Instagram and everything like, oh, well, we shouldn't shop at H&M. Knowing your ass is right on H&M and you've seen that 80% off sale. Knowing you did. It's the same with Chick-fil-A. It's the same with Dove. With Chick-fil-A, 
They don't like the LGBT community, nor, and they are racist. Oh, why my brother down there sitting there eating uh, a Chick-fil-A burger? Okay. While my lesbian friend is sitting there, or, um, yeah, my lesbian friend is sitting there eating some damn chicken nuggets. Right? People who are um, segregated against and everything, we have a certain strength about us. You understand what I'm saying? And this goes for my minority community, my LGBT community. We have a certain strength about us. You see what I'm saying? We're going to face that type of adversity, but we just can't be reaching for every little thing, right? How can we make it better? What do we have to do in a sense to where, okay, we can't just boycott because they're going to keep making their money. It's the same way with Netflix, Monique. They're going to keep making their money, honey. So what do we have to do? We have to make it aware. Now, do we make it aware in the way in the way of, oh, boycotting? No. We make it aware just like some people did. This is not it. This is not what you're supposed to be doing, H&M. We need, I, 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 and there were people on my feed who were literally on Twitter and saying like, no, this region needs to stop. We actually need to put minority um, educated educated minorities in those in those rooms so they know next time this is not it. This is not what it's supposed to be. So y'all can cut my head off of that, you know, do what you gotta do. But that's that's my take on it. You know that that's listen, this is this is crazy. Um so let's get into uh, LeBron. So LeBron, uh, he faced the Spurs uh, this past week, and he is the youngest player uh, to hit 30,000 points. I believe it was 30,092, something like that. Something like that. Uh, but 30,000 points. He he he's in the 30,000 room. So he's in the He's six overall right now. He's um, 800 and some odd points away from um, passing passing Dirk as a six all-time. So, LeBron James decided that he wanted to go on Instagram and thank himself. And a lot of people did not like that at all. People were going nuts. Like, why are you thanking yourself? Oh, you real big-headed. Oh, my God. Like, what is wrong with you? Hold the fuck up. Now listen, I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan. Cordell knows this. Patrick knows this. My friends know this, right? But I respect the man to the depths of my soul. That man is a beast, okay? If he wants to thank himself, he has the right. You're 15 years into your career. 15 you're 15 years into your career and you ain't slowing down. Now I tell a lot of people that he's he's slowing down in his in his starting and in, in being a starter. Like he's he's coming into that role player mode real slow. And when I mean real slow, it's like it's like snail slow. It's like turtle slow. Right? It, it's gonna be slow. He he's gonna come into that Dwayne Wade type of role or Carmelo Anthony type of role, but it's slow. It's not it's not as fast. It's definitely not as fast as Dwayne Wade or Carmelo. But it, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You know, he's playing a lot more minutes and he's going to get tired. You know, he's going to be like, listen, put somebody else out here. You know? But to sit here and say that he was just too much for thinking himself, that's a bunch of baloney. That man got 30,000 points. 
He's doing a lot right now. Now, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, he just want to be stat happy. Okay. So what? So what if we want to be stat happy? I mean, yes, he's on a team where he got everybody money and they ain't producing right now. And um, you telling me he can't he can't think himself? Now I'm not sitting here justifying it. Uh, well, well, yeah, I I kind of am, but um, I'm not sitting here and saying like it. He's pig headed or anything because he's not. He's doing what most of us do on a daily basis on fucking Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook. Thank ourselves. You look good. Oh my God. Thank you. Right. We thank ourselves on Instagram all the time when we take a picture. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. Okay? Like, y'all just want to say something. Y'all just, and that's the thing, y'all just want to reach for something. Shit. Y'all always want to reach. Sit down. Let that man, let that man do him. He'll, he, tr listen, real talk, he's trying to see his kid. He's trying to play his kids. Okay? He's chasing his kids right now. He ain't chasing nobody else but his kids. Why? Because he want to see his kids get in the NBA. And he want to play them. Even if, it's, even if it's his last season, he wants to play with them. Okay? Like, we have to understand that. Like, this man is chasing something. He's chasing, he's chasing rings and everything. He got those. He got three. What, what, what more do you... Everybody else want him to get six. Like, man, I got three. I done been to eight straight finals. I got three. I'm good. I'm good. I'm passing everybody statistically because everybody, literally everybody's saying, like I heard on uh, the Undisputed and on the on the herd with Colin Coward, literally sat there and was like, this man is going to pass Magic and assist and pass Kareem in points. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, I, I believe that. I said wholeheartedly. Huh. I believe that wholeheartedly. Seriously, he's going to pass them. And when he does, everybody's going to be like, but he didn't pass Jordan. Okay, so what? So what? Don't even matter. So what? Okay? He is the best player of my generation, of my era. Okay? So, shout out to you, LeBron. Give you, give you, give yourself a pat on the back because we all do it. I know I do it. Trust me. Because trust and believe, when I hit 200, when I, listen, I hit 100 plays on my first episode of the new year in an hour. Do you not know I was at work? I took a drink. Yes. Don't play with me. You celebrate. You celebrate your accomplishments because you, you work so hard, you forget to celebrate. So celebrate yourself, LeBron. Ain't nobody hating on you over here, bruh. Get your celebrator, okay? Get your celebrator. All right. So let's get a little serious right now, y'all. Oh, my God. Let's, let's get a little serious because um, I want to talk about Larry. Oh, Larry Nassar, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, if you don't know by now, um, I know the breaking news has happened. Michigan is on national, damn near worldwide news and shit. Um, Larry Nassar has gotten 42, 175 years in prison. He has to serve a max of 60 years um, in prison for um, sexual assault. Uh, his sexual assault case with 150 uh, some odd women who have come forth and um, saying that um, he sexually assaulted them. And um, when I heard this story, y'all, I was sick. I was, it, 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 it's, 
it made me sick to my stomach that you did this since the 70s. Like, seriously? And the bad part is the upper head that Michigan State knew, the president knew, the trustees knew. And, and, and you can say that I'm assuming, but I know this. This can't go on for 30 years. And these girls have even said they told up. They said something and nobody did. Now, that is, that, is, that is what pisses me off. And then, then you had the nerve to write a letter and read it. Boy, if you, a six-page letter, you had a six-page, six-page letter, and you read it to them. Just said, hell no, fuck that letter, okay? Fuck that letter. That letter don't mean shit. That letter don't mean a goddamn thing. I just signed your death warrant, bruh. You gonna be in jail until you dead. But what got me today was in listening to um, Outside the Lines with Bob Lakey, uh, or Bob Lee, I'm sorry. Um, I sat there, he, he, was, he was talking to one, two of his correspondents and I think somebody said that the president or the president of the board of trustees had to write a, a letter of compassion to those 150 uh, some odd victims who came forth in this case. That is what pissed me off right there. That is what pissed me off right there. Because how do you fucking write? How do you fucking write compassion? This is 30 years of abuse. And shout out to all of those women. To the first one who came out, to the 150, how, the last one who came, who stepped forth and said something because this shit is ridiculous. Why am I so pissed? It's because I attended and I attend, still do, a PWI. Right? And this shit happens on a daily and we get emails but nothing really happens everything is like oh what can we do to prevent it bro like what can, what can you do change the culture change the culture around the athletic department change it listen i can go into a whole spiel okay because the culture around the athletic departments around schools makes it feel as though those who are in those athletic fields have power, okay? Have power, have their own judicial system, so they just put the hammer down. No, no, this is, this is the case. I'm glad this case came to light because now this is the case to where the government is like, oh, shit. The, the, the state of Michigan is like, oh, fuck. And Michigan State is like, I'm over it. This, damn, we done fucked up. Yes, you did. You fucked up. You fucked up big time. So now this is just, this is the beginning. This is just the beginning, y'all. Because this is about to go down. And I hope, ju I hope justice reigns upon every last individual who knew about these, these women. Who knew about it. Who knew every bit of these details. I hope justice comes and reigns on you. I kid you not. 30 years and you telling me nobody knew in that institution. 
You gotta be kidding me. That's a bunch of bullshit. I, I have no words. That that shit is ridiculous. That shit is ridiculous to me. That shit is, and this is no disrespect to those that I know who are going to MSU, students there, and everything. Like I, I know people who go there and they they bleed they bleed green. They bleed green. They love green. And I know when they hearing this shit, this shit is hurtful to them. Because these some of those students are maybe their friends, their family members. You feel me? And this shit is fucked up. As a student who don't even know these 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 others, your alumnus, as an alumni or a student, that's family. That's Michigan State family. And you tell it what? It's crazy. So this is no disrespect to those those students who bleed green because I respect you. I respect the hell out of you. You you did what you had to do. But this situation is fucked up. It is wrong. And I am just flabbergasted in so many, in so many ways. I just I just couldn't. I just had to I really had to just speak on that topic because it's just ridiculous with all the sexual assault cases that I've been hearing over the past like few months with the Me Too trend with the um the Weinstein brothers and now it's just too much when when somebody particularly a woman says no that's what the fuck it means and as men we need to under fucking stand that shit period when they say no it means no period what don't we get what don't we understand what is it, do what? Because she bust your ego? She going to bust your balls in a minute because there's somebody in there that's about to bust Larry Nats a ball. Toot that ass up. I'm over it. I'm done. All right? So we're going to get in. We're going to We're gonna end it off. We're going to end the uh, first segment off on a lighter note. So my MVP of the week, MVP of the week, um, Ms. Brianna Edwards. So Ms. Brianna Edwards is the CEO and founder of her company, Brief Pre. Uh, breathe, love, glow, and I read a um, I read an excerpt on her on uh, Jalen JalenGlass.com. She is a blogger too. Two beautiful women who are um, really some uh, showing the essence of Black Girl Magic. Um, bloggers and entrepreneurs in their own right, and I respect them. I actually know them from uh, yeah from Grand Valley, and um. Knowing Brie Capri a little bit more, I just wanted to just give her this MVP this week because she just, I, I'm just ready. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I told her um, that you are somebody that I really, really adore and admire. I, 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 you know, if I, and I, if I haven't told her this, I hope she listens uh, and really understands that, you know, this, she's, she's such a workout guru. You know, she she gets me on my path to just try, just just getting back into working out and everything. Like she loves fitness and um, just being healthy overall, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and and and, it, and it's tailored to um, women more so the black woman. But you know, it, it it's more for everybody though. You know what I'm saying? Just breathe, love, glow, and it's like it's, it's like whoo, breathe, like oh my god, you know. So I'm just waiting. I'm I'm literally waiting for her to drop this merchandise um, that she has coming to her Breathe Love Glow merchandise, and um, I just want her to give this give, give this MVP to her because she's 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 really rocking it out. So Bree, I love you. Um, continue to do your thing, and um, 
Yeah, girl, love you. Keep, keep, keep doing it. So um, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get into Devontae's Real Talk. We're going to get a little personal. So this is the opinion of the podcast with your boy Devontae. We will be right back. All right, everybody, what's going on? We are back. We are back again. We are back. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. We are back with the second half. So, the Opinionated Topic of the Week is Devontae's Real Talk. And um, we're going to get a little personal here. Don't bring out the tissues or nothing like that. But we are going to get a little personal right now. Um, Because I do like to keep, um, if you know me or you don't i just know that transparency honesty and individualism individualism and self-expression is four qualities that i know that i possess and i try to embed it embody that i'm sorry into my company so when i write my blogs or i go on the second half and i talk about these stuff i i, I um i go off what you know i've experienced so far at 20 something so um the first thing that, the one thing that I want to talk about is uh, experiencing abortion. Um, so, I, no, 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 I was never pregnant, let's say that, <laughs> okay? Because I know some of y'all like, he experienced abortion? Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, 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 no. Um, I actually got uh, my ex when I turned, when I was 21, I turned 21, and uh, my 21st birthday was amazing, like, my friend got me a cake, my girlfriend at the time, you know, my ex at the time, she uh, got me, uh, uh, helped out with the party and everything, and, um, you know, had a good, you know, had a good night, and um, fast forward about five, six weeks later, um, it was after spring break, and I was walking into work, and um, she FaceTimed me, and she told me that she was pregnant. And the way she found out was very weird. You know, she she broke her arm, and uh, uh, she, you know, you have to you know urinate, pee in a cup, and um, boom, found out she was pregnant. And initially, my reaction, my initial reaction was, okay, all right, so what do we need to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Like, we keeping it? Like, what's, you know, my initial reaction was to keep keep my child, you know? Um, and I know that's probably not the, the reaction that y'all thought I was going to give or that I even thought I was going to give at the time. But um, that was my initial reaction. I didn't, at, right then and there when she told me at that moment, I didn't you know, sit there and act a fool or say, no, that's not my bad. No, I just, you know, it was real. I was very calm and very mature about it. I was like, all right, let's see what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to get our lives in order. And I was like, well, I'm about to work on the work. I'll call you after I get off work. Y'all, as soon as I walked into my job and sat down, I was a manager. I was a student manager at the time. When I walked into my job, Tears started to fall down my face because I had to process what happened. Right? I had to process what was going on. And, uh, tears started just falling down my face because I started thinking about my life. I started to think about what I needed to do, how everything was about to change. And, 
you know, it, it it's a lot, you know. I was, I just turned 21. Just turned fresh 21. Fresh off the boat 21. Boom, like that. I was like, oh my God. So everything was happening so fast. I, I just could not think. And as I was trying to get, you know, my thoughts together, my processes together, you know, she was asking, she was just asking me some outrageous things, like, you know, asking me if I could take, you know, the, what I felt to be outrageous. You know, I, I I didn't have a car at the time, and, you know, she asked me to take my roommate's car, um, my roommate Brad at the time, and I said, no, Brad has class, I can't do anything right now, I might work, you know, I, I, I can't do anything, and she actually wanted to get that abortion right then and there, like, no consultation, no talking to me, like, right then and there, let's do it. You know, which made it felt kind of weird to me because I've never known, I've never, in being, in, in, in seeing and hearing in, in those situations, I've never seen in, in my 23, almost 24 years of living, never seen the girl to be initial to abort it so quickly. Um, so it just, it, it threw me for a loop. For a minute and I sat there and I was just like I, I couldn't process what she was texting she was just texting so much and I asked one of my, my managers my co-workers if she could take my shift and I remember going um, into the bathroom and I remember calling my mama and when I heard my mama just say hello what's up baby I just broke y'all I broke down it was it, it my mama will tell you I broke down I broke down. It was like, it was probably one of the worst breakdowns I ever had. I broke down. I said, Ma, I disappointed you. This was bad. I, I got her pregnant. It was, it was crazy. See, like, I'm, 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 oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm going nutty. Like, it's ridiculous, you know? So, she was just, and, and for me, for me, this is where I think me and my mom's relationship took her up and up, right? Um, she was like, well, calm down for a minute, calm down. And in that initial reaction, she was just like, okay, okay, relax, relax. Don't, don't trip. All right, so um, what y'all gonna do? I was like, I don't know. You know, she coming back, you know, uh, she coming back to school. I don't know, you know, we're we gonna talk about it. So my mom was, let me tell y'all my mom was there over the past over that time span when I was going through that 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 situation she was a goat she was she was really the goat you know she she was she understood because she was in the same situation and um I, oh my god I appreciate her so much like I, I still appreciate her to this day to this day to this day that's why me and my mom have such an open relationship right as as of as we should, but we, we're so over with each other because we've been, I've been in her, been in those situations, you know what I'm saying? And I've been in those shoes. So it's like, she knows and she was there every step of the way. So, um, I remember us, you know, going to get the ultrasound and still, I still actually have the ultrasound, still actually keep it. Um, I call it my little nugget, you know, um, and people may think that's weird, but no, for me, um, I didn't want to abort it you know we would always really get into heated arguments about it seriously and 
the thing was for me, it wasn't about the abortion because I knew at the end of the day she was going to make that decision. She made it before we can even talk. So I knew she made that decision before even consulting with me. That was the problem that I had, was that you wanted to make the decision without even thinking about what the hell I was feeling, what I had to say, anything, because you assumed that I was like every other dude, and I was going to say, this is not my baby, abort that bitch on sight. No, I wasn't raised like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that was that... My mama never raised me to be like that. My mama always said, like, if you lay down and do it, you... My auntie, grandma, and my mama ever said, if you ever got somebody pregnant, you lay down and do it, you lay down, you lay down, you know, if you lay down and do it, you have to be man enough to take care of it. And that's what it was for me. It was more than just, you know, just aborting it. No, I wanted to take care of my child. And I, and I got kind of excited. You know, I was, a, I was about to be a daddy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was a daddy for like five and a half weeks. Like it was, it was, it was exciting in a way. Like, oh my god, I didn't tell everybody, but you know, I was like, my goodness, I'm about to be a father. You know, like this shit is crazy. Like, whoa. But um, she ultimately got the abortion, and uh, that's where my mom really became the MVP because I personally could not attend. I couldn't be there because um, I really had to work. Um, but. My mom offered our home to her at the time, and she stayed with my mama. My mama made sure she was cool. She cooked for her, um, made sure she was hydrated, took her there, took, came back. And um, I made sure to check on her every chance that I got. And it, 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 put, it just put a strain on us mentally, emotionally, um, just just everything you know and uh i never really told this story like in public before you know like out in the open you know what i'm saying because i i don't i just, i still think about it to this day you know I, I still think about my baby you know my little boy little girl you know what i'm saying like i i i can't wait to be a parent honestly like that was I mean, I can't, I mean, I definitely can't wait, but in the sense that it's going to bring me so much joy to be a father because I'm going to, I'm going to be able to teach, you know, this little me, this, this, this something that I created, you know, about me, about your dad, about, you know, all the stories that I had to tell with my friends and everything, all the craziness that we done, like, it was, it was amazing, but ultimately, um, I'm not going to say that it was the right decision, um, but it was the most necessary decision. I, we weren't ready to be parents. You know, we weren't ready to be parents, especially at 21. We went, shit, I'm not, I'm not ready to be a parent now, right? And I've matured so much, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm able to talk to y'all and, and put this out there like that, you know what I'm saying? Because men, some, I, I, I don't know if men go through this per se, but I go. I, I have gone through it, you know what I'm saying, I, I have gone through the kind of weird way of um, abortion, you know, and, and it doesn't feel good on both sides, um, I don't, I don't like that men just want to abort their babies, you know, just because, oh, I'm not ready, or I'm just this, you know, I don't like that, 
But it's like at the same time, um, being in my shoes, I wanted to keep mine. And, you know, she wanted to just, you know, abort the child without my consultation. And that that is what really sparked the the, the continuous arguing between us. Um, because it was just like you just you didn't you didn't ask for my opinion because you assumed. And I don't like when people assume things about me because it's not that. Ask me. Let me let me have an opinion about something that I created. You know what I'm saying? It may it may not agree with your opinion, but ultimately we're gonna come to a consensus. Right? I ultimately understand that it's your body and you are going to do what you want to do with your body. I may not like it. I may not, and I may not want it to happen, but it's going to happen, right? And I just have to take that. Does it still, it doesn't still get to me sometimes? Hell yeah, absolutely. You know, like I could have had a little baby. You know, like I just said, like I, like I said before, I could have I had, you know, a little nigga run around here. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it put a lot of strain, you know? And um, I, I, I want to really just give a personal shout out to my friends who I really told because it was y'all that, that really, really stuck by our brother because when I tell you, I was sitting there like, what? What am I going to do, guys? I told Pat, Patrick and Cordell, I'm like, y'all about to be on here, bro. <laughs> I was about to, I literally sat there and was like, bro, it's, I'm I'm about to change my whole lifestyle up. Like, we was, we was about to live we lived on campus when it happened, right? So we, when we, we, we lived on campus when it happened, and we, our next year, our senior years, we were going to live off campus, which we did. And we was like, bro, oh my God, we got, we got to change up the whole style. Cause you know, we, we was kind of like the party house back then. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we had some bangers. So just imagine me having a little baby in there trying to party it, it it wouldn't happen but i would have grew i would have grew up so fast you know what I'm i would have grew up really really fast i'm i'm i i, I would pride myself on that i grow up very fast and um yeah it was it was a situation that i didn't know how to how to talk about or deal with you know i talked to a couple of my professors you know like just how do you go about saying like yeah i felt the way women most women feel when they abort their baby like it's ah it's kind of it's kind of hard like it is mm, like it it, it it still lingers with me like trust me it does it does it still does to the day and um it's it, it, how do men you know if, if they've been through situations like i've been you know where you know the girl you, you know you're out and i was a good boyfriend i'm not gonna to my heart, but I was a pretty good boyfriend. I think people and her can attest to that. Um, and I was willing to take care of my child at the end of the day, you know, just be there for her. I was I was trying to be there for her and everything, but she was just mentally not there, you know, with me, you know, and she just wanted to get it, basically get rid of it just like that, you know, so she can just get, get it over with. Now, I will say, like, my mom was the MVP, but she did not tell her parents. You know, so we dealt with that too, you know, and it was just a lot on my shoulder. So I guess I'm, I'm wondering what, 
if if you've been in that situation um or listening to the story just like if you were in that situation what would you do you know how would you fit what would be your initial feeling if they didn't consult with you with that you know because i would i would want that consultation i would want you to consult with me you know and ask me like you know Ty, i would you know yeah we're pregnant but what do you what do you think i'm like do you think our and and if you ask me that, then we'll have a great conversation. But there was nothing of that, you know. So, do are we are we not communicating? Are we just 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 not thinking about other people's feelings when we take into account um, men and women alike when we sit here and not take, men not take into account the, the women's the woman's feelings about um, abortion and keeping their babies. And then women who just upright, because it's, it's, it's some women, obviously, um, women who are out here who just, not out here like that, but just, you know, just want to abort it so quick and no consultation, you know, to those men, like, how do you, how do you react to that? You know, and like I said, it's, it's been a, I've held this in for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Like, this has been something that I've wanted to discuss on my podcast for a minute, and I just haven't found a way to, I just didn't have a, uh, a way to do it. But I said, you know, I want to talk about this. I want to bring this to the forefront because I don't think this happens to most men. I don't think this happens to a lot of men. Um, but I wanted to share my story with you all and tell you that it has happened to me. So I do. And, and that's why I'm so um, back and forth with the, the product of abortion and everything because I've been through the situation, right? So it's just, it's, it's just hard for me, you know? It's, it's hard when when people say, what do you think about abortion? Because I've been through the situation. It's just a situational thing. In my eyes, it's, it's very situational. You know, it's, it's and that's just going based off my situation. It's just very situational. Like, I didn't want it to happen, but I just knew it was going to happen because that's the vibe she gave off. That's basically what she told me. And, you know, without even consulting with her parents or anything like that, I was the one to basically just try to take care of everything. And um, it, it didn't work out, you know. And I wish her all the best right now, you know, um, and everything. But I just wanted to bring that to the forefront. So I guess I'm, I want to beg the question, like, what would you do in that situation? What would you what would you really do in that in that situation? How would you um how would you how would you how would you see that going? What would be your initial reaction to that? Because I, I would think um and for women who have dealt with abortion, you know, how what is that initial feeling? What is that initial reaction? Because I know for me, um and I think for her as well, we were just I, I think I don't want to say she was more relief on her part, but um, she was definitely better after that. Um, a little bit more chipper, um, but um, I think for me it was more so. Um, it was it was really a lot of things that just piled on. You know what I'm saying? Just like the not consulting with me, not talking to me about it in the first hand, and you know just wanted to make the decision on your own and not talking to me as your man. And um, it was, you know, I, I, I just, 
I, I want to I definitely hear you guys' reactions. You know, I want to definitely hear from the women and definitely from the men. You know, so I definitely thank y'all for um, listening to Devontae's Real Talk. Um, we will have a couple more of these through, uh, through the episodes and through the seasons. Um, just giving y'all a real talk discussion on, you know, different things that happen in my life. And if it really uh, responds to you or if you, you know, disagree or agree with it, I want to hear your take on it. So I really want to thank y'all for um, coming on to the show again for the second week of that new year. Uh, your boy's birthday is February 1st. That's a Thursday. Okay. So Saturday, we coming with a show. <laughs> It's the birthday edition. Oh, it's going to be lit. We going to be lit. I'm probably going to be a little, little lit. Maybe maybe a lot lit. We don't know yet. But I do got to get, we got to be a little professional. You know what I'm saying? But um, I ain't going to be too lit, but I'm going to be a little lit. Um, Aquarius season, I'll shout out to all the Aquariuses, all the birthdays. Shout out to uh, my uh, best friend Leslie. His birthday is before mine on Wednesday. Shout out to all my Aquariuses out there. We about to turn up. Okay, um, what else? Oh, guys, wait for the new logos that are about to come out. Oh, my God. Shout out to my designer, Victor Smith. Okay, he is about, he, listen, when I drop my logos, they are about to be sweet. Okay, sweet as hell. I am so excited. And he's doing my website, too. So that's why I won't be blogging for a minute. Um, so just catch me on the podcast. I'll let you guys know when my blog will return. My website is right now under construction. However, however, still subscribe, still subscribe, excuse me, still subscribe to the, um, to the uh, website, tyronzahicks.com, uh, at the bottom, subscribe. We will come with new updates and everything with the logos, uh, new blog posts, new, um, uh, just new everything. God damn it. Uh, for new uh, for updates for um, for the podcast, check out my business page on Facebook um, at THC Taranta Hicks and Company. Um, like that button. Make sure you follow us for all new updates and everything. Make sure you guys what else? Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you guys follow me on social media and everything. I'm a little active. I'll be more active um, during this you know uh, during this week because it is the holiday of moi. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we about to turn up. So, um, I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me. I thank y'all. I love y'all. And I will see y'all next week. Peace, love, and hair grease. Peace out.